Ballcast. Ballcast. Bringing it in the ballcast. Bringing in the balls with the Billy Billy Ballcast. Cool. I think we just cut it there. <laughs> That's pretty good. Is it actually recording right now? It is. Yeah. Okay, sweet. <laughs> what an intro. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Ballcast. We are here in beautiful Vancouver, BC on a wonderful Sunday morning. And I'm joined by Lucas Clausen. How's it going, Luke? Hey, it's going good. We just grabbed some breakfast. Yeah. Very tasty. Had a nice little spinach, tomato, back bacon, Benny. That was good. I had some French toast with bread. Strawberry stuff on yeah, there, too? Yeah, I can't I remember what kind of bread it was, but it was really good. It was fluffy. Good. It was really, it was light. It was really yeah. nice. Um, but yeah, I think, so this, this episode's going to be just about that. We're just going to talk about our breakfast the whole time. I'm into it. Because that's what we got a lot of uh, listener mail saying that they want to hear more about our diets because we're on keto right now. So we're just trying to, How is the bulletproof coffee, by the way? From the other day that I got? Yeah. It was good. It was really good. It was creamy. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, bulletproof coffee has, uh, butter, some kind of butter in it or... MTC oil? Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's how you spell it, but ironically, it's actually good for people that are on keto. I'm not actually on keto. I'm just kind of. Oh, it's MCT oil. MCT oil. Yeah, okay. Let's get it right. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to lead people away from what is true to bulletproof coffee. Um, but yeah, so that's been our morning. It's been good. We we last night we recorded a session with uh, Dalen Willis. That's Dalen Willis. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really cool guy. Uh, he's uh, he's been in the industry technically for a long time. He took a bit of a break, but he's like a like a child actor started when he was two years old, I think. Yeah, in a Pampers commercial. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a really, really cool guy. We had a solid conversation with him. He's got a lot of wisdom. He's wise beyond his years. Really down-to-earth, kind guy. Um, I think you guys will get a lot from the conversation. So, uh, yeah. You want to throw in your plug? Yeah. Uh, I like to plug my startup that I'm doing every time. <laughs> Love because it. it's just, let's just get that out in the open. So, yeah. we're doing um, employee shift scheduling for companies. So, if you spend a lot of time generating your shift schedule... Um, better hours can automate all of that for you and reduce it down to seconds. So if that sounds interesting to you, check the link in the description. Mm. If inevitably when I put it in there, which I will, <laughs> this is my reminder right now, Please, I am being held accountable right now to put that link in the bio, which I'll do because links are not hard to do. I appreciate that. But yeah. Anyways. Yeah. This is, this is a good intro. This is one of our best yet. I think. Yeah. And it actually still, feels real. Like yeah. It's this just feels a authentic. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit longer probably, but you know what? Longer is better than. Um, what would you say if you had a radio show, what would your radio uh, name be? Uh, Bilbo Ballin. Bilbo Ballin. Bilbo Ballin, baby. Okay. Bilbo Bilbo Ballin. I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. I'm into that. I shouldn't, I don't want to broadcast this that much, but I want to create, I want to open a brewery called Bilbo Bruin. Bilbo Bruin. It just be Bilbo Bruin, baby. That rolls off the tongue so well. I like it. Yeah. Bilbo Brewing. Anyways, I'm doing right now what I hate about podcasts. Just yeah. ranting about useless stuff. Yeah. So anyways, everyone enjoyed Dale and Willis. Yeah, but it would be throwing you off because the timing wasn't right. You'd have to drop and then... Is that similar with like... I don't know what specific scenario would be. We're good? Nice. We're good. Um, but like even if you're like singing to a song in the car and you hear the voice, you're kind of trying to match up with that. But then as soon as the music stops and you try to sing by yourself, it's like, oh, this sounds way off. Well, I mean, and that's different because that's like a tonal issue. Right. It's like, because <laughs> I, I, I like, totally oh, understand I suck that. At singing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I thought I was doing well. <laughs> no, this this is a timing thing. You know, it's a latency thing. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. Because you're so you're actually into music too. Yeah, that's I I, I, uh, I used to record rap music back in the day. That's Dude. Sick. Yeah, you can check me out on SoundCloud. Nice. <laughs> Are you on Spotify? Anything else? No, 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 no. I actually just linked up with some old friends of mine. Um, they they have a band, uh, Little India, okay. and they're fantastic. Um, that and, and they kind just, of sounds familiar. Yeah, maybe maybe like they they've been doing very well, and they just did a little tour. Um, I think in the UK. Wow, um, that's sick. Yeah, don't quote me on that. But, uh, <laughs> they, they've been they've been doing doing their thing, and um, two of the band members now have their own recording studio. And so I was like, you know, like I help out local artists. You know, like I've got a few things written. They're fantastic musicians, so mm. I was like, I'll just go in and you know see what see what's what. And they basically produced this whole song. Like I had a melody and some lyrics and they did everything else and like the song came back so much better than I ever thought and it was I mean it's not and it's not a rap song because those days of are far gone but um, of act like true rap oh it's just it, it's honestly it's more it's more of like a folksy like indie 
rock kind of song like that they're doing or the the the, the like the industry in general's doing no that like they produced for me it's a, it was a song that i i had written oh, yeah it was I a see. song that i written i brought to them I had the melody, some lyrics, and then we kind of just ripped. And they did their thing to it. You, well, I mean, like we worked it out together. Sure. You know, but okay. uh, but yeah, they like they did a lo- like all the production was from them. Like okay. they they did all the instruments and everything, and uh, it turned out really well. So I think I'm gonna do oh, cool. a few more songs and get back into the music scene. But nice. um, but yeah, yeah, back in the day, rapping with the with the homies. <laughs> yeah. Well, what what came first? Was it your passion for like acting in movies, or did music come first? Um, I've been acting since I was like two. Oh wow! Yeah, crazy. That's yeah. young. <laughs> for, those, yeah. for those who don't know, that is young. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you know what movies are at that point? Barely. Like that's young. Yeah. So I I started doing commercials. Uh, my first ad was for Pampers, so that's why I was very young. Um, so I. I kind of killed it as a as a child actor, yeah. and then I got a little older, and I wanted to play basketball. And like my mother was never someone who like pushed me into acting. Like I just like she she threw me in it. I enjoyed it. I kept doing it until I wanted to do something else. Is basically what happened. And so I ended up playing basketball and uh, traveled a bit, and then I came back and um, started acting again. And that's kind of been the last two and a half years. Mm. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I've been acting forever. Crazy. Yeah. Was th- was there something in particular during that? Sounds like there was a bit of like a hiatus. Was there something in particular that made you want to come back to to acting? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so basically, I mean, you kind of find a place in your life where I think I think in the day and age we live in. We have more options than our fathers and our grandfathers did. Um, you know, when I when I look back generationally, um, you know, you 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 hear stories about how someone heard that there was work in the West, so they left, mm. and that was it. Like that was that was that was it. You know, yeah. you you got a plot of land, you had a home, you had a family, and and then that was that was it. You know, so I think nowadays there's so many more so many more doors um and i think that it would be foolish for me to do something with a majority of my time that i didn't enjoy doing you know i i think that we have the luxury now to kind of sit back and and say what do i want to do with my time that can actually sustain a lifestyle that i that i want to have you know instead of just this is what we do and this is how it's done you know like and i think you know after that whole that type of generation you had, you know, our parents kind of had that American dream type of mentality, like the, the home and the family. And, and, and that's not kind of what our generation is looking for, you know? So I think that instead of just doing a nine to five job, cause I was working in restaurants. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, I came back, I came back, uh, I went to Dominican Republic for a bit and I went to Europe for a minute, um, did some backpacking with a buddy of mine. And, um, what year was that? Dang, we was we went a year after high school, so that must have been twenty twelve. Okay, yeah, twenty twelve, and then uh, oh, timeline. See, math. I told, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, twenty twelve maybe, and then uh, we came back. I I did some construction work. Um, did some, some music, you nice. know, I was, uh, kind of just trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, wasn't really going anywhere and then found the restaurant industry. Mm. I think my, my whole idea there was that like when I'm, I've always been somebody who likes to cultivate experiences. Like I think that if there's anything that I can say that I want out of life, it's, it's a, it's a set of experiences, you know? Um, so you know, I kind of pictured, just like I do a lot of things, the worst case scenario of me coming out of the restaurant industry is, you know, I'm going to have a good idea what the nightlife is in Vancouver, and I'm going to understand what alcohol is. I've never really delved into I've never been a heavy drinker, but I like the culture of it. You know, I, I would like to know what a good wine is and what a good scotch is, you know, and like that, 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 that interests me. So that, that was kind of where I was coming from. And years went by, and I, I started working at uh, Joey 
Joey Bentall uh, in Vancouver here. Oh, one okay. of my favorite spots in the city. Man, I actually... I love it there. Like, I'll say a lot of bad things about a lot of the restaurants I've worked at, but Joey, I loved, I loved, I loved working at Joey. I loved the management style. Like, they taught me a lot of things. Um, and one thing, oh, anyways, so <laughs> going, going on tangent here, but yeah, so I was working at Joey, and I kind of they were they were moving me up the ladder, and I I kind of had to sit back, and I was like, what do I? Is this what I want? Because I know that five years is going to go by real quick. And yeah. am I just going to be like a, a restaurant manager? Is that something that I want to do with my life? Right. And, uh, kind of sort of not really, mm. you know, like it wouldn't be horrible, but like, that's kind of a cop out, you know, like that's kind of how I looked at it. You know, um, if that's not really something you want to do, then you shouldn't really do it. You know, that's so I decided what's something that I enjoy doing that I've cultivated some sort of skill to acting cool you know i've always i've always acted yeah so i i thought i'd give it a good old college try and <laughs> it's been going well nice yeah that's that's impressive that you had that kind of mindset like not that nobody has that mindset at that age but like i feel like a lot of people get stuck in the nine to five and they're just like yeah you know what it's paying the bills ish for the most part and you know i don't love it but it's comfortable feeling safe is such a mm. obviously yeah it feels good but as you probably did you feel safe because you probably felt this feeling of like I could keep doing this but like if you're not actually like benefiting from it if you actually know I, I should be doing more you know I don't know if safety is the right word because like I I was always kind of uncomfortable oh okay yeah you know I think that uh, I definitely don't feel as safe now working for myself in, in the industry I'm in now I yeah. think it's I don't think that's a word I would use yeah in that but I'm definitely a lot more comfortable. Sure. Okay. Um, I, I yeah, it, it was it was it was tough for me to be just spending my time knowing that this is not how I want to spend my time. Mm. You know, that just didn't make sense for me. So I think for a lot of a lot of years, I just chalked that up to being depressed. Like I just said, oh, I have like a, I have depression, and this is this is it. And you know, you come out of high school, and everyone goes through their angsty phases right and I just never left that because I, there was I think a lot of things that I just didn't deal with that made me not realize what I actually wanted to do with my time you know so so when I figured that out it made it a lot easier to navigate my day-to-day -day and I'm just more comfortable in my skin you know I think mm. that was that was the biggest thing like it's definitely not as safe but I feel like I'm doing what I should be doing. Totally. Yeah. If no, if you feel like you're, you're actually doing what you love to do also, yeah. then that's like, even if you're not necessarily, and obviously I don't know how, how you did like right out of the gate with that. But if you feel fulfilled, feeling, feeling fulfilled is like such a big thing. Even if you're not doing fantastic right off the bat, it's like, you know what? I feel happy. And then the rest will kind of fall into place. Yeah, and that's man. huge. Yeah, you gotta you gotta root for yourself. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Taking yeah. it back a bit, like you said, um, you did commercials as a kid. Yeah. Right, and uh, at the age of two, you did a Pampers commercial. Do you sure. remember being on set <laughs> as no. a two-year-old? No uh, chance. Yeah, no, not 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 at the age of two. So when did it start setting <coughs> in that hey, I'm uh, I'm in front of a camera? Uh. Do you remember that moment? Is that something that you look back on and, and you're like, oh shit, I showed up here? Um, not not specific moment, but there definitely was an age where uh, it wasn't so much the camera as it was the expectation. Interesting. There was definitely a moment where I noticed there's a lot of people like yeah. like doing a lot of things. So like so at at one point, I was. I was one of the like uh, holds for Sharkboy and Lava Girl. Do you remember that movie? Oh, crazy! Hell yeah, okay. I remember that movie. Okay, so <laughs> that's kind of that was kind of like the peak of my auditioning because like I was going out for like major leads and I was just like I was a young kid, right? Um, and that's you know that's kind of when I stopped acting, which you know, which probably the in hindsight I wish I wouldn't have done, but yeah. you know, twenty twenty. Um, yeah, but. Uh, but that was the first time that I kind of was like, oh, like this is a feature film. 
yeah, you know, and I was like, oh, like, and I started to understand what that like kind of meant. And that was, the camera was never a real thing. Like it was just a camera, like, you know, the camera's on, you get to watch it later. That's cool. That's kind of how I felt about it. You know, it was never something that uh, like big brother, like I never had that type of mentality to it. Mm. Um, do you yeah. think? Do you think that like because you were introduced to it such a at such a young age, you kind of just got climatized to a camera being there? Because I know a lot of people in my life that if you shine a camera at them, they act completely yeah. different. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I've been blessed with uh, you know just having a good guide because when I was younger, I would go to all my auditions and all my sets with my mom, and she was great at asking me questions. You know, we'd sit there and we'd look at what was a fantasy world and, you know, she just asked questions, you know, and, and intelligent questions. Um, like, you know, what, like, what, who's that person? You know, what's going on over here? And, and you'd see different kids and different parents and and that dissonance between respect, between uh, different roles. Like I was mm-hmm. listening to your one of your guys' other podcasts with uh, Alan McFarlane. Okay, sure. Yeah, and he was talking about how he treats the gaffer just like yeah. he treats the director and so on and so forth. And so like, cool. Those are the types of lessons that I got to learn with my mom being there. Cool. You know, because you get to see... Nice. You get to see a lot of child actors go in a real self-direction. Yeah. And that's because you don't have a guide and that world isn't there to guide you. Like what other industry can you employ a child? Yeah. You know, there's, I don't know one, you know, so I, I just feel very blessed that I had the person I had with me because I don't feel like I had to bear those types of issues of thinking I was some star. Like Mm -hmm. that was never the the idea, but like looking back, like I, I did a lot of really good work, you mm-hmm. know? So that was, yeah, that's, that was, that was kind of, kind of a, a blessing. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, now in terms of, uh, cause obviously the film industry is just insane with the workload and the hours that you have to do. I know a little bit about it in terms of like for child actors specifically what it looks like. Yeah. Um, just cause I've, I've been on set a little bit, but obviously for people that don't know, kind of explain that a little bit what it looks like for a child actor in terms of hours and workload and because it's just See, a, that's the thing too like I just looked at it as playing like I enjoyed sure, doing it yeah. my mom never like you, you see a lot of parents <laughs> force their kids into doing this thing yeah. and that was never the case you know like I enjoyed doing it so those hours as a kid I never thought of like now I, I like I, I think I don't know what they are they're like I think after eight hours you get paid overtime and they can't work. It's like a hard 10 or a hard 12 that they can't work more. Something like that. Yeah. And if you're really young, it's only like four hours or yeah. something like yeah. that. Like, I, I don't know what it is, but like, yeah, when I was on set, like those are things that my, my mom would take care of. Like mm-hmm. I just, I it, just it like probably felt it. normal to you. Yeah. You know, like I remember <laughs> doing a manwich commercial, like, and it, and it sickens me. I remember as a kid, I did this man, manwich commercial and you can find it online. And nice. uh, I, they had a spit bucket for me, you know, right. because we were doing a whole bunch of takes. They wanted it goofy. They wanted it like loving, loving the man, which all these things. And I, I was like, I was like, what's that bucket for? <laughs> and, and they're like, oh, you can like spit it out, you know, because they're giving me. And I'm like, you're giving me a brand, <laughs> a brand new manwich every bite, and you want me to spit it out? <laughs> What? This is this is what I do this for. Like I was eating that manners and I was loving it. Like we, I don't know how many takes we did, but I I kept I could have done a hundred takes of that. And manners. you swallowed every single time. Oh yeah. Oh I love that. <laughs> oh yeah. They were probably impressed by that because like. Oh yeah, I remember that, and I just remember looking at them like, what? Like this is what this is my job. Yeah. I'm supposed to eat it, right? Like why would you? So well, speaking <laughs> about eating the things that you get on your commercials, I know you were on a Ring Pop commercial too, oh my right? Goodness. Did you? Is that legit too? Because I grew up with Ring Pops, man. I love Ring Pops. Um, and so was there was there a spit bucket for the Ring Pop commercial Ring too? Ring Pops. If you look, we didn't. There wasn't a lot of takes where we actually like 
eat the whole Actually, thing in one go. It. We were just dancing with it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you saw, obviously, I saw, you saw it. it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were just kind of dancing with it. But I think, honestly, most of them. I also did a DQ commercial. Nice. And they did the same thing where they just had the product and it was flavorless. Oh really? Yeah, it was just like like a cheeseburger with no flavor. No, so oh, it was like ice cream. The DQ was a uh, was for a slushy. Oh, okay. And it was literally just slushy with food coloring or something. Yeah. Oh, what? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if you had real sugar that many times, it'd probably just like you'd probably crash in a couple hours. That's, that's I don't, not I don't know what the whole thing was, but the, the food coloring was disgusting, and yeah. that was something that I spat out. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess sometimes they do have like the the set food where it's if it's on camera. I've seen videos of. How, of how they do oh, that, yeah. like how they make it, especially when they're advertising the food, how they make it look better. And like, I saw one video. They got a lot of cool tricks. Yeah, it's incredible. I watched one video of how they do like a pancake commercial, for instance, with the maple syrup. They use engine oil to yeah. pour over because the viscosity is different. Crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It works. <laughs> I did a, this is really, really random and I maybe laugh. I did a, uh, was it Best Buy commercial? Mm. And um, I, have, I had to drink a, a cup of coffee. Mm. I was like, ah. Oh. You know, and so um, to keep the steam longer, they they obviously put hot water in it, and then they put tampons in there to what? insulate the hot water. And so I just like had a a cup of hot water and like tampons, what? and I was like, oh, just it, it, I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I just I just thought it was the that's bizarre, yeah, right? What in the world? Yeah, because they expand and they just keep insulate the heat. Yeah. I'm like, this makes sense. I mean. A Best Buy commercial, I guess that makes sense. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> of all commercials, so Best Buy much. would do that. Yeah. Yeah. Man, this be, podcast is sponsored by <laughs> Hopefully we can get paid by them now. Yeah, yeah. No, I love Best Buy though. Yeah. Wow. That's that's crazy. I saw another commercial you were in. Uh, I forget what it was for, but you were laying on a bed and there was like a, a woman that was super pumped. It may have been for like, uh, I forget exactly what it was for. Best Buy. No. Best Buy. Because <laughs> she was like jumping up. She was pumped and you're kind of just sitting back being like, yeah, you go girl or something. Just like, I don't know do you remember that one? I don't think so. Okay. No, I don't think I'm trying to remember what that one was for. But my question around that was kind of like when you have to like act in a relationship on screen. Yeah. What is that like for you? Because I know some people, they just have a mode that they click into and they're just like, okay, this so is just me I working. Actually, I actually do remember the one you're talking about. And <laughs> We're trying to forget it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, it was for KY. It was mm. for KY. Mm-hmm. KY, what's that again? KY, it's like a, a sex... Uh, lubricant. Lubricant. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Or like they do toys. They don't have a whole bunch of... They have a whole line. Yeah, a whole line. Um, and <laughs> I, I don't know. This is probably one of the, so I've been acting for a long time. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm very comfortable at a set. All right. But in this specific set, we had to repurpose different rooms in the house for different, because they had a, a, a vignette of different women, like just being very proud of like, you know, their, their sex life or right. whatever it was. And yeah, so yeah. I don't, I don't remember. I, I, I don't listen. So, <laughs> and so, and so, um, Oh man! What they did is they changed the living room into a bedroom, and it was the first like you come into the house, and it was just a big bedroom, and all the cameras that was there, and I, you know, I didn't think of anything of it, and I walked onto the onto the set, got onto the bed, and like my my PJs, whatever they had me in, and I turned around and I saw all the cameras, and I was on this bed. I'm like, oh, this is how porn starts. <laughs> this is this is the same thing they do. They just repurpose a room, and they do the thing. And I'm like, oh, interesting. But you know, like it was very obviously, KY was very tasteful, and like you know, it was it was a it was a very it was a good commercial. Yeah. But um, it's uh that that was just kind of funny for me because like it, I just never had been on a bed on a set and just like I don't know, it's just very jarring. It was right. Just, yeah. Just a funny, just a funny experience. That's but funny. um, to answer your question. I, I I think it's it's part of the part of the job. Like just work, right? Yeah, it's just kind yeah. of work, yeah. you know. Like, and and there are certain boundaries that I that I won't cross. But um, other than that, as like as an actor, it's just always been been work, you know. Yeah. And you you enjoy living that life for for a second, and 
come back to reality. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Dude, that's really cool. And like, especially with, it sounds like you're, you're capable of looking at the bigger picture, especially when you were working in the restaurant industry and you're like, okay, this isn't exactly where I want to be in sure. like however many years. So you look at the big picture yeah. and that comes in huge when you're on set and you're like in the moment doing something, or if maybe you're getting bored or one day like working long hours. And then you, when you look at the bigger picture though, mm-hmm. because if you just look at what film does to the world and like what a good movie or TV show can do, like it makes people talk it inspires yeah. people. So Looks like sounds like you're really good at looking at the bigger picture, and you have a very good work mentality with that. Well, I think in a lot of in a lot of ways, when you're when you're acting, you you kind of give a lot of yourself to a role. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, when you're doing commercials, a little bit different. Like it's 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 not it's not like a TV and film type of thing. Yeah. But you, you know, you're still you're still in the moment and, and and producing a a reaction or a or a theme or whatever it is. And I think no matter what happens, I think one of the ways that I've always approached it and, and one of the ways I've, I've been taught to, to approach it that I really, I really enjoy and make sense for me was substantiation um, instead of uh, substitution. So a lot of people use substitution in acting um, and, and how they, you know, they'll, they'll take an experience they go through and relate it and make it about them, which can, you know, sometimes be a little bit dangerous, you know, mm-hmm. like that you, you got to keep yourself guarded sometimes. Is um, that kind of method acting? A little bit? Sure. You yeah. know, um, just like that type of, that type of thing where, where you, you make it about you and mm-hmm. your experiences and like, you know, like you're trying to get yourself to cry or something and, and you think about your dying, like dad yeah, or yeah. something like that. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I want to go there. Yeah, you know, and, really and I don't even, I don't even know if I can always trust that to be there for me. Sure. You know, like that's, if that's my avenue to, to get where I need to go, you know? So I think the idea was always to just <clears throat> understand situations and cultivate, um, different, different relationships, um, instead of using my own, um, so yeah, that's that's like to to re-answer your question and and kind of mm-hmm. answer your question. It's that's kind of how I I've, I've I've approached the big picture to be able to keep myself separated and and, mm-hmm. and guarded from the work while still enjoying it and you know fulfilling that role. Have you found the same type of fun that you had as a kid when you're on the ring pop commercial dancing mm-hmm. around that you have now like? I remember like growing up, you're like, Christmas is the best thing, whatever it is. And then as you age, those things start yeah. to kind of lose their magic. I'm sure that's similar on this set as a child mm-hmm. actor now moving up into commercials that are more sophisticated. It's different magic. It's different magic. So what cool. is that magic today? Relationship. Yeah. Cool. Like, you know, working on a set with, with a whole bunch of really talented people, whether they're in front of the camera or behind the camera, it's, it's really interesting to see the intricacies of what makes a project boom, right? Cool. So, so many moving parts. Yeah, exactly. There's so many moving parts. And, you know, it's just like anything, you know, the more you know, the more you don't know. Mm. And so it's just, there's always so much more to learn. So that's kind of the magic now. Whereas when I was a kid, it was like, oh, like, it's so cool to do a Kool-Aid commercial and find out the Kool-Aid man is literally a cardboard yeah. <laughs> with a ring around it. So when the animation comes, you don't go in there. And I'm like, yeah. oh, like, cool. Like, that's cool to me. You know, like that made that, that was just, that was... some kids would start crying if they saw that. They'd be like, what? Sure, sure, sure. But I think that's the thing. Like, it, it's always interested me. You yeah. Know? I think that's one of the most important things for actors now is just to, to find a love in investigation and like try to like dig and, and, and enjoy whatever project you're doing in so many different ways. Because like, if you look, you'll learn something. Totally. You know, that's really cool. It sounds like you have a real eye for looking at again, you know, the, like the bigger picture with that. And it sounds like something that you've gained with like experience of like working on set so much. Um, one thing I'm really curious about is in terms of like working on commercials as opposed to, TV shows and feature films, mm. there's got to be some, obviously besides maybe some obvious ones, but like there's got to be some major differences there when you're the, it's just a commercial or like when you're on like an actual movie or TV show. Like in what regard? Um, maybe not the working regard because obviously you're still on a set, so it's going to be the same, mm. but just in terms of like on commercials, are people hauling ass even harder or because I feel like they got to get that done, you know? 
I don't know, like the time time management is time management. You sure. Know, like, yeah. there's a lot of directors who are bad at that, and yeah. producers who are bad at that, and yeah. you know, you, whatever. But yeah. there's a lot of great ones. Like, you have some of the like world-renowned directors shooting commercials. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like it's it's always a different experience. Yeah. It's always a different experience. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. If you like, so now that you've kind of been through this um, experience growing up, like your mom's hustling, right? Trying to get you gigs and like getting opportunities for you. Learning that and learning kind of what her mentality was for you as a kid and you loved it, you know, if you think to your future and you potentially, you know, having family, having kids, what would, what would your advice be to them? Like what would your approach be for them in that kind of same situation, would you go that same route and see, hey, are they interested in commercials? Do we want to get them into the next, you know, Pampers 2.0 commercial that's coming out there? <laughs> Is that something that interests you? Is that something that as you've gone through it, now you're like, you know what? I actually don't know if I would do that for different mm-hmm. reasons. I think if my kid wanted to act, then I'd put him in acting. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of But like at the age of two, you don't really know, no. right? But is that something that interests you? No. To, no. No. I think there's better ways that you could service the time. I, I also don't, like, necessarily think having cameras in a child's face at that age is, like, mm. healthy for development. Mm-hmm. Like, not that there's any science to back that at all, but, like, right. even now, I don't think being in front of a screen at my age is, is necessarily the most healthiest way to... Well, it's not natural. Well, sure. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know the... I don't know the math, but... Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so I... I yeah, if my, if my kid wanted to act, I'd leave it up to... The child. Right. Like, but you're not, yeah. like, looking to force anything on anyone. I'm just... I'm mainly kind of talking about the experience you had as you're mentoring that person or letting them know, hey, man, like, this is what I went through. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're going to have some stories to share with them there. So sure. it's more of just, like, is it a positive experience that you're sharing with them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Cool. For me, it was, always a, it was always a positive experience. Good. Um, and I think that's the thing. And, that, and that's why she she never felt weird about putting me in them or wanted to take me out. Because, like, right. you know, it was always a conversation. And, you know, at least when we could have a conversation. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I did, yeah, that wasn't – yeah, always always a positive. Like, I don't, I don't have any bad memories. You're like, oh, I'm on set just, like, wasting away. <laughs> I want to play soccer. It was never like that. It was like – I'm here. I'm having fun. There's stuff to do. No, I, I'm meeting I, I people. I stopped acting when I was in high school because I was playing basketball at a high right. level. Totally. And, and I wanted to continue doing that. And I couldn't do that if I wasn't in school. And so I was getting taken out of school for these roles. And it, and it was going well. Oh, yeah. But like, I just didn't look at it from that perspective at yeah. that age. I was like, I, I just want to play basketball right now. So I'm going to go do that. And so that, you know, my... My uh, my parents were like, okay, sure, if that's what you want to do. Like, you know, go go ball. That's cool that they supported you in that too. Yeah. Oh yeah. My parents have always been very supportive for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, so I did that for a bit and played college ball for a bit. Um, and uh, yeah. Have you have you had any roles similar to like that? Have kind of your basketball skills have you done anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I did uh, DQ where I had to play basketball. Oh, nice. And a Wonder Bread ad where I had to play basketball. Nice. Yeah. That must be, being on a set like that, that must be, like, potentially a lot more tiring. Because if you're depending on the scene, I guess. But As a kid, it wasn't. Sure. Because, like, I just wanted to. And I, as a kid, also, I just had so much energy. Like, that's yeah. that's one of the reasons why my mom put me in that. Because, like, I just had so much energy. Go, 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 go. So, yeah. that was easy. Like, I, I, was, I remember doing the Wonder Bread ad and they lowered the rim and put change the camera angle so I could just like rip a whole bunch of dunks <laughs> and I was blowing these guys mind I was like I mean the room was like I don't know eight feet tall That's but so I was funny. like throwing like through the legs and like three six was like oh this kid get like ball for real yeah. and I was like yeah <laughs> yeah so those are always fun yeah yeah um I did do uh I did do an ad recently where we had to play football and that was that was tiring because I was out of shape mm. <laughs> and so they're like okay Gonna run this a few times before the, the the sun goes down. Had like five five plays back to back, same play, and I had to run, catch the ball, and do this dive to camera. Super cool, but I was gassed. Yeah, oh, man, I was I gassed. Bet. Yeah, they from what I've noticed on sets like that, they typically tend to take care of you pretty well for the most part. Oh yeah, yeah. 
like they really make they really make sure that like you're fed pretty well and stuff because obviously like you're you're kind of given it every single take and they they can get really picky with what they want and do yeah. all kinds of stuff. They're, so. they're pretty great. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why actors complain. <laughs> yeah. Are you a film fan as well? Like, do you like uh, watching movies and stuff? And more and more. Yeah, more and more. Nice. Yeah, like I, that's the thing. I think that was the between me and a lot of um, my contemporaries. I feel like they 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 fell in love with acting and decided this is something they wanted to do whereas like this is something I grew up with mm-hmm. so it was kind of a different thing um, and so now I definitely focus on it more like I just saw uh, 1917 oh, yes. and like so what a fantastic film and like I've also in the last few years I've been doing uh, camera work in a casting studio cool so that's that's where I work now and um, seeing like how auditions play out and like oh nice that's, okay that's a, that's a cool perspective to have you know like yeah. it's, it's it, like super valuable so yeah. watching movies now I always watch from from a different perspective you have a different eye right and that's that's kind of what's more interesting to me and, and why I like to dig and I and I like to do research because I like to develop my eye so that's so cool. What's something about the audition uh, process? I was going to ask the exact same that thing. you didn't yeah. <laughs> know before that where you were like, "Oh, that just clicked. That's cool to know." Or is there something in there that you're like, uh, as you've kind of seen some of these auditions go down, have you like been able to sharpen your tools a little bit, knowing that what people are looking for when they're looking for different roles? A little bit, definitely, definitely. Um, I think that the the Again, like I give away all the secrets, <laughs> <laughs> so we can make it tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually I'm actually starting to do uh, coaching. Uh, oh, nice! Yeah, in the later later half of this year, I'll I'll be doing uh, like strictly commercial acting coaching. Cool. cool, man. So that'll be cool, cool new endeavor. I think I'll like that. That's that's a big passion of mine. Um, so I'm excited to do that. But uh, yeah, in the room, like I mean, once again, I grew up in in the room. And whatever I was doing was working, so that was fine. But then seeing why it was working was very was very enlightening. Mm. Um, the biggest thing that I learned, I think, off the jump was just kind of how the process of casting works. Like just seeing how it works. Like I, I never knew how it worked. I walked into a room, I got a call, we show up to uh, a callback, and then you go to set. That that's. Someone is watching you, they say thanks, they give you some directions or whatever. When you go to the callback, the director produces there and they do their thing and then they they picked. That's that's what I knew, you know? And so now seeing how the process actually works and what casting does and then, you know, how they cast, um, it, that's what I learned, you know? So that was kind of very interesting and, and stuff, but uh, yeah. It's quite the process too, like it is. all the casting stuff. Obviously, the higher the production is, like the more and more callbacks. Like I've heard some stories of some of these actors with these really big feature films that they've done, and like the amount of callbacks you get, like it's just insane. What is that pretty similar with commercials, or is it kind of like a little bit less with commercials? Like in, in terms of like, how many callbacks? Yeah, callbacks and stuff. I mean, now technology's moving up so much yeah. that they, they just go straight to director producer sessions and they'll be doing it on Skype half the time. Yeah. Like it's it's very different now. Um, so like I know for TV and when I go for like when I audition for TV and film, like I I have one audition like unless it's a big part, unless you're like top ten on the cast list, like but like you know, if it's just like a, a day pay, player role, mm. they might just cast you off a of video. Right. You know, like they like Candace might just bring you in and you know show you to whoever, and they might be all right. We want that guy, you know. So in commercials, I think it's a little more because they just have one audition, right? And it's always going to be one callback. Oh, okay. You know, um, in TV and film, if you're reading for like a lead role, you you might have two callbacks, uh, a chemistry read, mm. go to the table read rewrite like I don't know like there's a there's a there's a whole different process yeah because they're trying to really weed out yeah. what they need for the show because half the time they don't necessarily know yeah. yet right so commercials always a audition and a callback and then TV and film it's kind of up in the air yeah what kind of role it is yeah interesting um 
Uh, have you seen uh, the movie Parasite by any chance? Mm. <laughs> Man, I haven't seen. Oh, it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I know. Let's I watch know. it right now. I actually right right want. I, I want to watch it. Lucas just watched it last night. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I watched. I, I watched it for the first time. Yeah. I've been hearing so much stuff about it. Obviously, so it's crazy. We're not going to talk about it though, <laughs> no. because if you haven't seen it, I don't yeah. want a lick of it getting yeah, out. Exactly. Like, you have to just experience it. The director time. himself, even it's the most. For an individual movie, it's the most is I've it ever thriller seen. Thriller or is it horror? Thriller, I would say. But it's it, it's a thriller, but it's also like it's got funny moments. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. Hey, it's holistic. It's just, just not beautiful. at all what you expect. And the director himself has said, and other people have said, just go into it completely blind. Like yeah. I didn't know a th- I didn't even know the premise of it. It's always the best way to go to yeah. into yeah. a movie, right? And it blew or, my or mind. Anything. Like, let's talk about that for a bit. So, what has been a film yeah. where you've walked into the theater, yeah. you haven't known? anything about it oh, gosh. and it just <laughs> blew you away has that moment happened in your life i mean it must have i don't remember it so for me i'll just talk really quickly on when yeah. that happened it was avatar because nice, oh, nice. What? literally <laughs> i walked into it before all the hype oh it's the best movie ever <laughs> and my parents kind of just brought me to it and i showed up and i'm like oh is this like avatar the last airbender yeah, yeah, like, right. that's what i thought yeah. it was and i sat down and i saw it and it just my mind exploded i'm like this is so cool the effects were insane. Yeah. The scenery, everything was just large and, and great. Yeah. Um, and so I've always been curious if anyone else has been so blindsided by a movie like that. My buddy theaters. was. We went to go see Borat. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We went to see. Everyone wanted to go see it. He had. Ne- he hadn't even seen a preview. That's funny. Nothing. Nothing at all. And we walked into Borat, and he was dying. That's like, funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's awesome. Yeah, I'm sure it's happened to me. I'm, like it's definitely happened to me. Yeah. It's it's quite the way to watch something. Like I had it the very first time I had it was with Fight Club. I just saw this movie. And oh, I knew, see, that's I cool, knew that's that it was a cool one. Yeah, and I didn't know anything about it. I just knew the two actors were in it. And I'm like, what the heck? This looks so weird. It's about soap, okay? And I watched it. And I'm like, what? I'm like, this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Like mm. it was phenomenal. I'm doing that with TV shows now too. Um, but yeah, like it's it's set, like yeah, like we said, Parasite is. The definition of the kind of movie that you should just go into blind. Right. Don't know anything about it. The subtitles will make you pay attention. It's the small little hurly. It's a crossover. Like I don't know if you're familiar with watching those kind of movies much, like subtitled movies. But like, I mean, I'm not, but I like I will. Yeah, it's worth it. Like after watching like anime. Yeah, I watch a lot of anime. So oh yeah, yeah. cool. <laughs> What's an anime series that you've been into lately? Lately, I haven't watched a lot of anime. Yeah. But, uh, the last one that really really was like, ooh, that was good, was uh, Death Note. Mm. Okay. That is cons- that is anime, hey? Yeah. Like, obviously the Netflix special that came out, that wouldn't be considered whack. anime, would it? No. Because no, that's like live action. Yeah, it was live action. And that apparently was, wasn't very good. No, it was whack. It was whack. But like the, Sorry, Vancouver. It was, the it was the writing at Death Note was real. Actually, oh, 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 I just did watch a new anime. I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> oh, man. I, I have to look it up. So talk to people that, like for me, I, I haven't gotten into anime. I don't know what it is about it. I understand cult followings mm-hmm. and people like diving on to things that just captivate uh, audiences. For me, I just haven't t- given it a chance. I'm the same. Yeah. Right? So sell me on anime. What is it about it that has all this hype? Um, and it's the art. It's the... Fighting, like I, I, I know that like black culture, uh, like African American culture specifically, is big on anime because it, it, it represents so many cool morals, and I think the cool thing now for me is is the different perspective they have and the different tongue they use. You know, like when you speak in a different language, you like the words are different and they have different meanings right so the way that they portray storyline and it's just so so different um it's coming from a different perspective yeah you know Mm. a a different culture it's a different culture i think that's the that's the coolest thing for me i think um that's something for me speaking about parasite at the high level yeah that you can tell that there's already this culture of wanting that other perspective Mm. on life Mm. um and anime clearly does that yeah 
right? And now the best picture, won yeah. the best picture, right? It made history, yeah. That first foreign film to win best picture. So there's yeah. something changing here kind mm -hmm. of in our culture of wanting to see things in different perspectives, right? Well, you just can. Mm -hmm. I think you just, you're just able to see it. Like, right. There's no way that that filmmaker would have been able to get that movie done out here at all before, you know, the connectivity right. and the, the ability to like connect with people all over the world is just so much different now. Yeah. So I think that's, that's the difference, you know, the, the, the amount of anime I can watch now is different than when I was like 10 years ago. Yeah. Know? So, yeah. Do you have any ideas on where you think the film industry is going to go now that they have like crazy drones getting new yeah. shots and I don't know, but I love it. Yeah, it's I pretty cool. It. I, I just think it's I think it's amazing. Yeah, you know, like if if I could watch like Revenge of the Sith coming out like today, that would be cool for me. <laughs> if they remade them. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Cool. Um, yeah, I mean, like the the different kinds of uh, even the animation that they can do. Yeah, it's unreal, know, hey. Like like the Lion King. I think I don't know. Hot take, but I feel like the animation <laughs> that was almost to its detriment. Like it was so real. I was like, "What am I watching?" Like, In the Lion King. Yeah. Like, yeah. These yeah, yeah. animals are talking to me, and yeah. I'm like, oh, "This is." A lot of people didn't like that. I don't know if you heard or not, but a lot of people thought that the because obviously it looked like as photorealistic as possible. But then you associate the talking with that, and then the scene was like, "Yeah, it just doesn't look natural." There's a weird <laughs> dissonance there. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and and maybe it's just something that we're just not ready for. Sure. Yet, but I don't know. Like that's. It's, it's the CGI it's, we deserve, and or it's the one we need, but not the one we deserve. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> Whatever right? that's saying. Yeah. Do you yeah. think that's true for you know every generation, including the ones that haven't seen what's come before them? Like when we grew up, Lion King was a certain version, and now yeah. it's like evolving. So what is that next generation thinking as they're watching it? Right, they're seeing yeah. that in new eyes. They've never seen the original. Let's say, yeah, is that new normal? Like, is that kind of it evolving? Well, with all these Disney things that are being remade now, like they're remaking everything. <laughs> but isn't that kind of the test of time in a way? With kind of how each generation, like you had uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the original, which I freaking absolutely loved so and the, then they the remade Johnny it Depp. with Johnny oh, no, no no then they made like it, eh? then they remade yeah. it with Johnny Depp and I hated it but that for certain kids was probably amazing because yeah. that was the one that they saw yeah, yeah. so is that do you think similar mm -hmm. here a little bit with the Lion King it's hard for us to tell everything but. is recycled but like yeah it's true everything's being remade now I don't Rebooted. know did it did it, did it? Like, I don't know <laughs> what are the numbers like did it was it was it impactful for kids yeah, fair enough. I feel like I could show some kid the old Lion King and they'd be like, this is this is the money shot. You well, know? especially young enough, like at a certain age, especially if they've seen the newer one, they'd be like, what the, what is this? <laughs> like, maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah. We'd have to do a test. We'd have to yeah, run, fair enough. run a, like 10 kids. Survey. Yeah. yeah. Survey says? <laughs> they <all> hate it. <laughs> So wrap it up here a little bit. Is there anything you want to plug? Like I know mm. you talked about doing a course or uh, coaching mm. for people that are looking to get into commercials. What else are you doing? What are you excited about? Oh man, uh, yeah, the music. That'll be that'll be uh, a cool endeavor for the next year here. Um, are you mainly doing like hip hop, rap, sticking in that same era? Are you no, branching out? Definitely different. Yeah, no, no more. What's rap. your What are you doing now? Like a, like an indie acoustic, cool, nice kind of vibe. Love um, it. Yeah, really, really different. Um, I I wish I could do like R and B, but I don't think I have the the range for it. Quite okay, yet. we'll get there. You work in there? Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get, get there. there yeah. Um, oh, plugs! I'm not a I'm not a plug <laughs> yeah. guy, man. I just came by. Dude, we don't have any sponsors. Take advantage of that. I just, yeah. I just came by to chat and hang out. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I should be doing a course soon with uh, with Laura Mack and Associates. So that should be that should be super fun. Um, Send us a link to whatever you're doing, and we'll throw it in the description. So yeah, totally. check it out. Sure, we'll yeah. do. Yeah, I know she's a she's a great uh, great teacher, great coach, and um, she's been doing it for a few years now. And uh, I'm kind of just learning learning from her what uh, what I can do to to help young new actors who kind of want to take a take a step into the mm. into the the scene and to to the business. So should be should be should be really fun for me because that's a big passion of mine you know coaching is something that i've always wanted to do so cool should be good that's a good segue to my my last question too actually is what would be some of your biggest advice for young actors just starting off 
Man, um, I, I, it's a bit of a loaded question, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> have you know what? Honestly, what I would say is take a chapter out of Kobe Bryant's book. Sure. Um, do what you love and work hard. You know, like he he loved that man loved what he did and he loved the work. You know, he and th- and that's what made him so great. Mm. You know, I think uh, that's something that I'm really trying to put in effect in my own life. And I think that in, in this career, y- you really have to take agency over your own career. Like, you can't get mad about your agent not getting you jobs. Like, mm. you can self-submit. Mm. You can self-tape. You know, you can go get coaching. Like, there's a lot of things that you can do as an individual um, to try to push things along. Uh and uh that's so true yeah just taking life into your own hands and like going for it yourself and it's tough but you have to start somewhere totally like i i I totally understand the feeling of feeling like just out in open water Mm -hmm. but you're not like there are there's google you know there's There's lifeboats all around you you know what i'm saying (laughs) And, and especially in this city i think um there's a lot of a lot of cool opportunities and i think that what what uh what we're trying to do um with Laura Mack is we're trying to do it online so everyone can kind of reach in and and chat and ask these types of questions Mm. um you know on an open forum Mm. you know and just be like hey what like what can I do to get ahead like you know how how would you you know maneuver this situation or whatever whatever it is you know so that's that should be cool because it'll be more accessible for everybody um but uh but yeah take take agency Mm. you know do do everything you can and and do it because you you want to do it and don't forget why you want to do it like don't forget when you were a kid you know and you put your superhero cape on that was a towel and you know that that's why you do this you know so do it because of that don't do it because of the money or because of the fame or any of those things like do it because you want to do it because that's what's going to make you work hard totally you know that's awesome yeah, I, I love that man. That's you're an inspirational guy, and I think you've got a lot ahead of you. Hey. I really, I really admire the things that you have to say. In the I appreciate that. Yeah, I, thanks so much for coming in again. <laughs> hey, thanks this for was, having this me. Was this was awesome. this was even better than I had expected. Like, this was fantastic. <laughs> you're wise beyond your years. And, <laughs> oh no, man. I, I've never just done to butter like you up a little bit. <laughs> I've never done something like this before, so this is this was kind of uh, very different for me. So yeah. I'll have to listen to it back and totally. See. No, I know already that people will get a lot from this. So oh, hey, really, I really, really appreciate hope, you doing this. Yeah, I hope you guys got what you needed. I yeah. Guess. <laughs> yeah, we got what we needed. Oh, we got <laughs> it. Cut it. Now get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys got a show to go to, right? Yeah.